when we begin to live a disciplined life, it automatically increases our confidence. When you just do those simple little things that you have set your mind to do, all of a sudden you begin to believe in yourself. What happens is you're proud of yourself and it's a good proud. Without Fear of Her Future podcast is for women who are passionately pursuing financial freedom using multiple streams of income and real estate to accomplish their goals. We are here to empower you to be brave, dream big, and design a life that you love that inspires others to do the same. I'm your co-host, Andrea Ingstrom, a real estate investor and business coach and co-founder of The Partnership for Realtors. And I'm here with my co-host, hey, Teresa Todd, founder of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and author of the best-selling book, Without Fear of Her Future. Over the past two years, Teresa has had nearly 200,000 join her masterclass where she teaches women how to become successful real estate investors. Wow. Well, um, I am super excited about today because we are talking about a topic that both of us are pretty passionate about. Yes. I think that we both love encouraging women to be brave, to dream big, to get out of their comfort zone and do amazing things. And so I just want to start this off by asking you, why is building confidence an important part of real estate investing? You know, even when we have made a decision to be brave, I think self-doubt can creep in. And so building that personal confidence can really help move you and push you towards those bigger dreams that you have. Because I think when we get started, sometimes it's just about, you know, having taking a, a next step, being brave enough to just step out and do a hard thing. But we can still start to get stuck. And so when we when we're feeling stuck, being able to pull from pull from confidence from somewhere is I think one of those things that will help propel us forward into that next level. Um, and it's it's, you know, it's one thing to do one deal or two deals. But what about when we say, okay, now my goal is to do 10 deals? What does that look like? Right? Gotta yeah. have confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I know we're never going to get to a point where there is no fear, right. especially if we're continuing to grow. There's always going to be another step, another level, another open door, another opportunity. And there is an opportunity to be afraid and our confidence can shrink yeah. up um, if we don't. So we have to learn how to increase our confidence in ourselves. We cannot depend on somebody else to do that for us. And so I just want to start off by asking you, where do you draw confidence from? All right. So there's a couple places. Um, first of all, I think past experience teaches me um, what I what I'm capable of. So I think we are always in a process of teaching ourselves what we can expect of ourselves. And so I know that if if I can do one thing, then I can do the next thing. And so I've, I've been working over my career on, you know, trying to do hard things and putting myself in un uncomfortable situations. Mm -hmm. And I'm still here. I didn't die from it. <laughs> I, I made it through okay. And I've been able to accomplish a few things. And so even though some of those things had nothing to do with real estate investing, yeah. um, it taught me that I can do hard things yep. and that I am capable of the next challenge. Um, but, you know, another big piece of this that I've really had to learn um, as a real estate investor is that my confidence doesn't come from what I am capable of. 
It actually comes from my confidence in what God is capable of. Mm-hmm. And so relying on God at that next level, you know, it's one thing when you've got a regular paycheck coming in and you start to put faith in that uh, security. Yeah. Um, but then when you make a big leap of faith and decide to quit your day job or you put a lot of a lot of resources or money into a project and you go, wow, I am not in control of everything. And so what happens when we're not in control is that we have to find someone who is, and we have to rely on that that higher power. Um, and, and in my life, that's God, and, mm-hmm. and He shows up. And so as I'm as I'm learning, I'm learning what I'm capable of, but at an even higher level, I'm learning what God is capable of through me and that it's not all up to me. And that, that gives me a lot of confidence. Oh, it does me too. Yeah. It does me too. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to get on a stage in uh, California last month and a gentleman there, uh, I was waiting to go up and, and he said, hey, he goes, I know you speak a lot. Do you get nervous? And I mm-hmm. said, you know, I yes, I do. I still get nervous every single time I'm about to get on a stage. And I said, but I never really want to overcome that because yeah. whenever I think that I'm good, when I think I've got it, that's when I'm going to fall. I want to go on every single stage or every single podcast or every single, you know, masterclass that I teach thinking, okay, God, I need you. I need you to show up. I need you to speak through me. Um, And so I'm like you, that is where my confidence comes from, not in my own self. But I love what you said about past experiences. I also know from past experiences that when I ask God, he shows up. I have yes. yet to get on a stage and just stand there and go, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, it always gives me something. So we can learn from our past experiences that he is faithful and mm-hmm. that we can do whatever that next thing is that we need to do. Absolutely. So what advice do you have, Teresa, for women who have decided to be brave, but they do find their confidence wavering when it t- comes time to take action? You know, I have really studied this. And one thing that I have, I see, I've I learned it from myself. I see it in our students mm-hmm. is when we begin to live a disciplined life, it automatically increases our confidence. Mm. Because when we have an undisciplined life, meaning we set that alarm for 6 yeah. a.m. and we hit it four times and finally drag ourselves out of bed at seven. We are teaching ourselves that we are not faithful, that we're not capable. But just a simple thing like getting out of bed when you set the alarm, making your bed. Um, You know, if you say you're going to go to the gym three days a week, go to the gym three days a week. When you just do those simple little things that you have set your mind to do, all of a sudden you begin to believe in yourself. You're, you believe, you begin to think, yeah, I do what I say I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty cool chick. <laughs> you know, I, I, and whenever you begin to believe that and see that in yourself, what happens is you're proud of yourself. And it's a good proud. It's not, you know, it, it, it's, it's a good thing. And Andrea, I know that you're like me. I see it in our students and it thrills me when they do a hard thing. Yes. They want to post about it. They want to shout it from the rooftops. They're like, I got my first deal. Or maybe it was not, it was just that I sent out my first postcards or yes. I, but they're proud of it. And that's what it takes. One little step at a time. 
And all of a sudden, over a period of time, when you have done this and this and this and this, you're like, hey, I'm not the girl I used to be. I'm a brave girl. I do hard things. And then you're just doing hard things. Yes, I love that. You know, sometimes at the beginning of a mentorship coaching call, I will ask people to share. And I don't say, does anybody have any wins that they want to share, like any any deals under contract? Sometimes I'll just say, tell me a hard thing that you did this week. Tell me an action that you took. Yeah. Tell me, And I even say, tell me if you made an offer and it was rejected. I want to hear that you're yeah. doing these hard things. And we celebrate that together because Absolutely. doing hard things leads to other hard things that lead to really good things. That's right. Yes. That's right. I love it. Obviously, investing in ourselves. I mean, you know, keep learning, listening to podcasts, reading, attending conferences, um, joining masterminds. I am all about investing in myself. I want to grow and I want to be surrounded with people that are doing greater things than I am. Yes. Yes. You know, I call that borrowing confidence Mm -hmm. when we are able to surround ourselves with other people that are doing next level stuff. And I, and I go, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. And if I'm in the right rooms and I know who I would call to ask a question, that just allows me to borrow some confidence from that person in my life. And I think that's one of the, the big reasons it's so important to invest in yourself by joining groups that are full of the right kind of people. Because most of us, when we look around in our everyday life, you know, we don't have people that are actively doing our next level goals right alongside us or or in front of us. And we have to go and seek that out in the world. I had a mentor one time that told me, because I was living in kind of a a smaller community. And I said, where's my mentor? You know, where's that, where's that person that I, I can learn from? And, and he's like, they may not live in your city. They may not, they not, yeah. they may not be in your circle of influence. You may not have met them yet. Cause I was racking my brain thinking of who could I call mm-hmm. that I could say, Hey, can you come alongside me? Or can I come alongside you? And we can encourage each other and, and grow. And I just looked around and that person was not in my backyard. They were not in my current circle of influence. And so I had to go outside yes. of my circle of influence and expand it. And that's when I found the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and joined the mentorship and this incredible group of women that were all moving in this same powerful direction. And I, I don't think I realized that it was missing in my life at the level that it was because yeah. it absolutely changed my mindset and yeah. my drive and my confidence because I was like, oh, I'm not just me. Yeah. I'm a I'm a posse. I'm a team. <laughs> right. I'm part of a tribe and we yes. are doing big things together. Yes. And when you are surrounded with other women that have that same drive, that same ambition, we're all going in the same direction. I mean, there's just power in numbers. Yes. And then everybody's confidence begins to rise. And then this one is doing something even bigger. And that inspires somebody else to do something even bigger. And so it's it's so much fun to be a part of. And it's so much fun to watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, okay. So I know that you have an exercise that you have with women in our mentorship when you're coaching mm-hmm. that you do with them to help them gain confidence. So tell us what that looks like. 
Yes. So I call this exercise liabilities into assets, because the truth is that you, who you are today is actually who you have the potential to be. It's not who you used to be. And I think a lot of us get stuck and, you know, because our past experiences sometimes teach us what we can expect of, of other people, but it doesn't have to teach us what we can expect of ourselves. We can change that story. We can change that narrative. And a lot of us, I think, wake up every day and we've got, I call it head trash. We got things that we tell ourselves about why we're not good enough, why we're not going to be able to do what we want to do because we don't have, you know, we're not smart enough. We're not pretty enough. We don't have the right whatever that somebody else has. And so some of that stuff we just got to let go of in order to become the person who we need to be, who will accomplish those things that we want to accomplish. And so this is just a really simple, powerful exercise. And it's really leading you towards writing affirmations. But this is designed to help you to overcome those limiting beliefs that hold you back from everything that you want in your life. Okay, so this is how this exercise goes. Um, I, I want everybody to make a list of all your own perceived liabilities. And so these are the negative things that you say to yourself about your own personal shortcomings and the things that you p- believe create a disadvantage for you. And this could be things about your status, your family, economic challenges, um, anything that you would put in a sentence that says, it's harder for me because. Ooh, or I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. or I, I can't do X, Y, Z because. We all show up with, we call them excuses or reasons. Mm-hmm. We call them reasons why we can't be successful. But I want to say, let's let go of those reasons and turn those things into reasons why we will be successful. Because a lot of us, and I heard a gal the other day on one of our inner circle calls, which is our next level mentorship program. And she, um, in her little group, she shared that, um, you know, that because she speaks English as a second language and Spanish is her primary language, she felt like that was a liability mm-hmm. because she's like, my English is not as good as other people's. And, and the girl, and I was, it was so beautiful to watch the women come around her and say, that could be your greatest asset. <laughs> There are so many people that we could help if we were able to reach out to them in Spanish or if they were comfortable talking to us because we speak Spanish. That could be your greatest asset. And so that's what we're talking about here. Things that we tell ourselves are liabilities Mm -hmm. sometimes can become our greatest asset. And um, and so this is what this looks like in, in a real practical sense. So I like to tell people, make a T-bar, just like you would at assets and liabilities spreadsheet in your uh-huh. in your bookkeeping. And it's okay if you're not good at math. This is not a math exercise. <laughs> um, but on one side, you're going to list your liabilities. And um, and I just said, it's if you're not good at math, and, and I was just giving you a hint at what one of my liabilities is, because um, one of my liabilities that I would write down in this exercise is, I'm terrible at math, and I'm lost when it comes to understanding business financials. Okay, so that's the liability that I would write down. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of the of the chart, then you're going to write an empowering I am statement that is the truth about who you are and who you are becoming. So this is what that looks like. Um, instead of saying I'm terrible at math and I'm lost when it comes to understanding business financials, I'm going to turn that into an asset that says I am an eager student and I'm great at finding resources and people to help me with financial decisions. 
Oh, that's so good. You see how that works? And what's so funny, what's so funny is that I was, you know, even though I, I grew up thinking I was bad at math, you know what I did a coaching session on the other day? A little lesson in how to run your numbers to make sure it's a, a golden formula, 70 cent offer and how to calculate the financing costs on that. And so I've just Look changed that. You. Yeah, I've changed yeah. that narrative in my head and what I tell myself, um, because the truth is that that I am not who I used to be. I am who I am becoming and I can develop new skills. I can surround myself with the right people and the right resources to have everything I need in order to do what I need to do. And that is the truth. Right. Yes. That is absolutely true. Yes. And so um, I turn all those, once you've gone through that list, and I've had people that they will write down 50 liabilities or even more than that, 50 things that they think about themselves. And most of us, if we dig deep, we can think of quite a few things. Yeah, we can always find more liabilities than assets. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just like at the end of a day when you, you might have done 10 really cool things in mm-hmm. a day, you say one dumb thing, and all you think about at yes. night is that one dumb thing. Yes. yes. And so it's so important that what, what we're filling our brains with, and we have to do this intentionally because it is not our natural. This is not our default, right? Like our default is to focus on the negative. And so we got we to gotta really train our brains to focus on those, um, those positive things. Yep. And so, um, so I love for people to go through that exercise and then to write some really simple statements that are the truth about who God says you are, the truth about who you are becoming, mm. the truth about the values you are developing in yourself, because that is what carries you forward. That is what helps you to build that confidence. Yep. And I write them down, even though they don't sound like, they don't feel true when I write them down. Here's the, here's the cool thing. Your brain doesn't know the difference. That's right. Between the truth and what you tell it. And so whatever you're telling yourself is what's true. And evidence of this is like when we're, you know, when you've ever like been walking up the stairs in the dark and you are just sure that there is something chasing you up those stairs when you're a little kid, you've got this belief and it doesn't matter. And you can tell you, you have to tell yourself it's okay. There's nothing chasing me up these stairs. I'm fine. But your brain can go to work and say, oh, there's somebody in the house. There's something scary happening now. Yep. even though it's completely untrue. But we can trick our brains into believing that it's true. Well, we can do the same thing when we're working on the positive. We just have to do it with intention and tell ourselves the right things. Um, so I love to help people overcome those liabilities, turn them into assets, and then we turn them into affirmation statements. And so if it's okay, I want to share with you my affirmation statements today. Yes, let's do it. Awesome. Okay. So these are some things that I wrote when I first got started in real estate investing. And a lot of them I learned from you, Teresa, because you you do this designing a life that you love session. And I loved what you said about, you know, who you are becoming. And I wrote some of those things down and I and I incorporated them into my affirmation statements. Okay. And so I call these the truth. This is the truth about me. I love it. Um, I said, I am brave. I take action. I am strong. I get through challenges and I lead others. I am kind, even in stressful situations. I am disciplined. You talked about discipline earlier. This is a big one. I keep promises to myself. Oh, so good. Yes. I am tenacious. I can do hard things. I am a developer. I create opportunities. I do not wait for them. And I am an attractor of multi-million dollar deals. This is what I'm telling myself every day. And I am inspiring to others. I'm authentic and I make a difference. That's who, that's the truth about who I am becoming. That is all the absolute truth about who you are, girl. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So powerful. 
so powerful. I just want to encourage every single listener to take some time to do exactly what Andrea just talked to you about. Look at those liabilities, look at those assets, and then write down those informations. Absolutely. I want to share something with you. Uh, talk about just being real and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one of my liabilities is that I do not have like quick critical thinking skills. That's just not who I am. And probably about a year ago is when I really realized that I didn't have that. And it really began to bother me. I mean, it was like, it was just, I recognized it like, you know, I'm in business with Justin and Kelton Tan. They all have that. I mean, we're having a conversation and they are just, their critical thinking skills are just so quick, so quick, so Mm -hmm. quick. And when I was in the midst of them, I'm listening to them and I'm like, wow, I didn't even think of that. Oh, I didn't think of that. I didn't. And it really began to weigh heavily on me. And it began to cause my confidence to decrease. Mm. And so obviously you say what's on your mind. And so I said that to them in a meeting on two different occasions. And the second time that I said it, um, one of them called me out on it and they said, mom, I've heard you say that before, that you don't have critical thinking skills. Now, now listen, they're honest. Yeah. They didn't try to convince <laughs> me that I did. They said, um, mom, um, you don't have to because we do. Uh, and you have a lot of other skills that you bring. So why don't you just concentrate on those skills and quit worrying about that? And I want you to know that it just set me free. Yeah. And that is part of what we're just talking about is surrounding yourself with other people. If there's something that you're lacking, now that's not to mean not to work on it. We should always be working on, just like you said, I'm an eager student of, of, you know, math and all those things. But at the same time, there are just some things that we're not going to excel at. And instead of like concentrating on that thing and beating ourselves up and letting it you know, decrease our confidence. Let's just go, okay, I'm not really great at that, but I'll tell you what, Andrea is, and I got Andrea on my team, or so-and-so is, or I have a community of women that when I don't know what to do about that, I can go to them and ask. And so we can all be equally successful, no matter what those shortcomings are. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think, you know, when you're when you're somebody that stands on a stage and publishes books and teaches a lot of people, I think sometimes we can get a feeling like, well, she's got it all together and she never struggles with all this stuff. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that with no. us. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, I, I struggle with all the same things that everybody else does. I have not arrived and uh, I have to do all the things that you and I are constantly talking about and teaching. I'm doing them. You know, there's the days that I don't want to get out of bed. And you yeah. know what I tell myself? I, I bet I say this phrase at least three times a week. Teresa, be who you say you are. Ooh. Be who you say you are. If I'm going to get up and talk about designing a life you live and, and crushing your inner critic, and then I don't want to go to the gym on Tuesday, I have to say, Teresa, be who you say you're going to be and get yourself in that gym. And that mm-hmm. one little phrase has really helped me um, stay true to, to who I say I am. Oh, I love it. Well, you know, one of the things that you always encourage us to do, 
um, or at the beginning of this year, I remember it, there was this challenge and everybody was to pick an, a value or like a, a, um, a theme or a word yeah, for the yes. year or something like that. And um, one of my words um, is integrity. And I love this definition from Brene Brown in her book, Dare to Lead. And I share this all the time because it really resonates with me. And, and in integrity, you, you see the word grit and the word integrity, right? And I, I always bold that word, grit and integrity. Um, but, but Brene Brown's definition is integrity is choosing courage over comfort. It's choosing what's right over what's fun, fast, or easy. And it is practicing your values, not just professing them. Wow. Wow. Right? I think you should say that again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Integrity <laughs> is choosing courage over comfort. It's choosing what's right over what's fun, fast, or easy. And it's practicing your values, not just professing them. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that what entrepreneurism is? Every yes. day is doing, I mean, choosing what you need to do over what you want to do. Yes. Pushing through the, those uncomfortable things. That is so powerful. And I love that grit is an integrity. I never realized that before, but I love the word grit. Grit yes. is just like, I am going to do it. I don't care how hard it is. I'm going to, I mean, I, yeah, I love that yes, word. Yes, yes. It reminds me to be tenacious. Yes. I, I have the word integrity on my vision board in my room and that bold word grit is, uh, it resonates hard. So yeah, I love it. Well, yeah, this has been good for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go sit down and write some new things out for myself, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, so let me ask you. Um, we always end all of our podcasts with some takeaways. Yeah. So, okay, I want to ask you, what three things would you advise an investor or an entrepreneur who is looking to be brave and grow, or is perhaps feeling stuck where they are? Absolutely. So number one um, is commit to your daily routine. Teach yourself what to expect of you and do what you say you will do in small things. And I know that um, a lot of a lot of us in, in the Women's Real Estate Investors Network um, have read the book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. If you're curious about how to start your day right, how to create a routine, this is such a good, such a good yes. principle. And he calls it the lifesavers, um, but it's silence. So like meditation, prayer and listening. Um, the A is for affirmations, reviewing your written affirmations. Like we just talked about, I just shared the truth with you about who I am. That's what we're talking about is review those affirmations. Yeah. The V is for visualizations, reviewing your written goals. Um, I have my vision board up and it has my written goals and it's got pictures of things that help me feel that house that I want to build and yes. locations I want to take my family on and, and some beautiful things we want for our life together. Um, and then the E is for exercise, doing something to get your blood pumping. And the R is for reading and personal development. And this, the S is for scribing. The last S is scribing. So journaling, writing about yep. what you read, brainstorming. And so you can do those things. And um, and just, a, I mean, you could spend one minute each on those things and start your day right. right. Or you can say, or I've got 90 minutes and I'm going to do I'm going to do each of those things for the amount of time that I really need to, to, to start my day right. Um, but I think committing to that daily routine is number one. Um, number two is to shift your beliefs and do that hard work, um, do that liabilities into assets exercise that we talked about. And then I would say number three is, is to invest in yourself so that you can 
pour into yourself the things that give you the specialized knowledge that builds confidence, um, people around you that are encouraging you to do hard things because that builds confidence and to be able to borrow confidence from the other people that are in that group surrounding you. Yes. Yes. Well, this was so good. I know that our listeners um, took some some beef from this today. This was amazing. So thank you, Andrea. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, and on behalf of Teresa Todd and the Women's Real Estate Investors Network, this is Andrea Ingstrom inviting you to be brave and dream big.